Okay. I'm very happy to be standing here with these kids, not kids anymore, but they're kids to me still. They're my, I think they're my kids, partly. I'm glad for everyone who made the effort to come today. It's a special day, and uh, I hope they were all better by being in this church in their life. Try not to cry. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, let's do it. All right, here we go. No, I'm not. Built on the rock, strong and secure. Built on the rock, steadfast and sure. When the strong winds blow and the waves rise high, there's water all around, but the house is dry. This house will stand, cause it's built on the rock. I ask a man about his house if it had been there long. He called my weathered many storms because I built it strong. I asked him what the secret was, what price he had to pay. I never will forget the words. on the rock, strong and secure, built on the rock, stand fast and sure, when the strong winds blow and the waves rise high, there's water all around but the house is dry, this house will stand, cause it's built on the rock, built on the rock. I thanked him for his words so wise, and then I turned to go. He called my name, and then he said, there's something you should know. Don't ever be so foolish as to build on sinking sand. If you want to Built on the rock, strong and secure. Built on the rock, stand fast and sure. When the strong winds blow and the waves rise high, there's water all around, but the house is dry. This house will stand, cause it's built on the rock. It's built on the rock, strong and secure. Built on the rock, stand fast and sure. And the strong winds blow, and the waves rise high. There's water all around, but the house is dry. This house will stand. Cause it's built on the rock, built on the rock, built on the rock, built on the rock. 
it's built on the rock Built on the rock Built on the rock Built on the rock All right. This is a little different for me. I'm not used to being up here. I don't know if, if all these years I've been here, I don't know if I've been standing in this spot. But when Beth asked us to kind of talk, ask us, me and, me and Briggs, but Briggs is going to hang out back there. Um, <laughs> but she asked us to come up here and kind of talk about mom and dad. And you take... I'd do this better if he did it. You take 35 years, what, do you, what they've had here, but you take our whole life and what we get to see every day. You know, you look at what they've done, what it looks like here, all the people we've seen come through here. Um, you know, Rachel was tiny whenever we was around here. You know, we got to talking about all the different things. Uh, me and Terry Kay was sitting the other day at school. We were talking, you know, they've been here 35 years, and the lady that's our secretary was going, man, that's crazy. So that's kind of unheard of, being there 35 years. And then I said, well, you know, Dad's been 50 years more at where he's worked at. Mom, you know, retired from where she's at. Um, and she goes, you know, a lot of people can learn a lot of things about staying through something when it's hard. You know, what are you going to do when something gets hard and things that go like that? You know, mom and dad has always been there for us. Whether they wanted to kill us at times, because I'm pretty sure we broke almost every door in our old house. Me and Briggs did. Um, but they've always been there for us. You know, whether it's the other day I had to call dad because I had to leak. I don't have a clue what to do with it. Briggs has to call when he runs out of gas over there and has to get somebody to come pick him up, okay? But what you get to see here and what we got to see our whole life is the same exact thing. The same exact people that you see here is the same exact people. You know, a lot of people's different when they're in front of people and then what they are when they're in front of other people. We got to see that our whole life. Um, you know, I was thinking about this as well as mowing, because Peyton goes, what are you going to say? And I said, I really don't know. Just when you get up there, you figure it out. But I guess it was last year, you know, the last year mom hadn't felt real well. Um, and But she's always going to be there for me. Whether it's sending me a text message, whether it's doing anything, she's always there. It's, you know, if I'm thinking I have a ball game, whatever it is, I'm going to get some message from mom. And, you know, probably know how that goes. It's a big deal. But we're going, and I think it's, we're at Sloan Hendricks. It's a long ways away. Mom's already been up there a couple times. She's not feeling very well, and I know it. And we get out there, and we're playing awful. Okay, we're going to get beat. I know it. I'm sitting there trying to feel sorry about myself. Everything goes up, and I looked across, and I see Mom. And just to know that she's there helping me out. I'm doing everything, going to say everything nice when I get done. You know, just to know how much that means. You know, 
we don't say that enough. Me and Briggs are probably not really good about saying how much they mean to us. Um, you know, Dad's always there. He's always going to be there for us, anything we do. You know, Briggs calls, he's going to go help him. He's going to help me. But we have a song here that we would like to play for him. Um, this is kind of a deal for, you know, us to Dad. Um, and, you know, like I said, we thank them very much. We thank you all for being a part of our lives as well, even though we're gone on and we don't, we're not around near as much. But just to know how much they believe in this is more than anything we could ever ask for. I don't know how I'm supposed to speak after all this. <laughs> I appreciate everything, everybody, very much so. Uh, how much time I've got, but I'm gonna, I just got a couple of things I want to say. Uh, if you need a nursery, I guess they'll get it back, back there if you need it. We've seen all these young women up here while they were singing on Solid Rock, you know, and I watched them grow up here, and was, you know, they were much bigger than these kids here. But you know, right before the church started, right when church started, we had a whole row of kids here. And them cries don't hurt nothing, do they? But it's a blessing what God's doing. You know, seeing the generation going through here, we see them come back here today for this special case, or this occasion, and glory be to God. But then we looked, and we still got more coming on. That's what the, that's what the amazing. You know, it's just not a quick, you know, a thing that's here today and gone tomorrow. We, you know, it's took years to build all this, and God be the glory. I'm going to talk about that for just a little, in just a moment here, but. I want this real quickly, and uh, I'm going to send me some faces here. Oh, Troy and Carla, man, it's good to see y'all. In a long time, Pat and Tammy's here, and some other people probably missing. I don't know, but I just think you are coming to church here with, over the time that we was here, and I could tell a lot of stories on Troy, but we can't get time to do that. <laughs> some of you know what I'm talking about. It's good to see y'all today, Troy. And everybody else here today. But real briefly, I want, I'll do this real briefly, this part here. I've got one more thing I want to do before we close out. But, but turn with me to Phil chapter of Mark for just a moment. And I'll paraphrase most of this. won't read it word for word. I remember the very first Sunday I was here, and I think I'm more nervous today than I was then. <laughs> I was thinking, I was, you know, I looked a lot different then, too. <laughs> I was 31 year old. It's amazing what God's done for this church. Everything. Uh, this is a story in the Bible we talked about many times, and we just want to briefly go into the fifth chapter of Mark to start the 21st verse. It was kind of paraphrase some of this real quickly here. But talks about him, you know, talks about Christ. He was on the ship and went to the other side. And he said, when we got to the other side, there's a lot of people that was there. And the Bible says there was a guy that came there. He was a ruler of the synagogue named Jairus. 
The Bible said he come there and he come when Christ got off the ship there and he come, there's a lot of people there and he come and he fell down before Christ. And he told him, he said, you know, he said, my daughter's is just a, she's dying. I want you to come and lay hands on her that she may live. And the Bible tells us in the 24th verse there, and they said Jesus went with him and many people followed him and thronged him. Or in other words, there was just a crowd of people around Christ and they was going to Jairus' house to... Uh, for Christ to lay hands on his daughter and that she may live. Jairus believed that Christ could do this. But in the meantime, you look at this here that you know that, um, you know, when you get in a desperate situation, some, you know, it seems like that's when we turn to God more than we, you know, we should turn to God more than we really do sometimes. You know what I'm talking about for just a moment? But Jairus at a point there was nothing going on, you know, that nothing was helping his daughter. So he went and found Jesus and he took and got him and he said, you come to my house. I know she'll live. You just touch her, lay hands on her. So you get this picture in your mind for just a moment, you know, and it was going as they was going through there. You kind of, and I want you to picture Jairus for just a little bit here. He was so proud. He was so happy, you know, they, that Christ was going to, to his house there. But in the meanwhile, you know, they was going through the crowd. There's some, something took Christ's attention. Something else happened. And the Bible said the 26th field verse, you read the story there, there was a woman there that had an issue of blood for 12 years. And she was trying everything that she could, but the Bible said she grew worse. And through this issue this woman had here that she was even, wasn't even supposed to be out in the crowd. She was considered unclean. She couldn't even go out in public anymore. But she was pressing. She said, if I get close enough to touch his garment, I know I could be made healed. I'll be made whole. If I could just get behind him and just touch him. She had that much faith. Amen. Jairus had faith in Jesus Christ. If he just come to his house and touch his daughter, that she may be made whole. See, what we need today in our life that we live in today and we need some faith today, believe in what God's word says that it can come to pass and it will happen if we believe in the word of God. Because the Bible tells us in Hebrews, you hear me quote this quite often, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He does not change. He cares about us. He cares about the church. I believe that very much so. So as we went through, you know, as you're going through here, and you, you can imagine your, in your mind there's a big crowd of people there, and Jairus is following with Christ, and all of a sudden Christ stopped. And if I had been there, you know, and I think if I had been in Jairus' shoes, I would say, why did you stop for? My daughter's dying, and we can't stop because I know time is not on our hands. But time is in God's hands. Amen. We forget that sometimes. And the Bible don't record this. This is just some own beliefs. You know, I come in and say, why are you stopping for? But today we got to have faith in God, believing God knows all things, even though we don't get our answers sometimes when we think we should. Just keep on believing in God. Amen. Keep on believing that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And the Bible says this woman got behind Christ and he got, so, it got close enough to him that he touched his garment. And the Bible says the virtue went out of Christ and the Christ stopped and said, who touched me? Who touched me? 
And you can imagine the disciples there thinking, you know, why? This is about, this is kind of a put my own version. This is kind of a dumb question. This crowd around people here, you can imagine going through a crowd and you're bumping into everybody, but he wanted to know who touched me. See, there's a difference in just going wrong and just thronging against Christ. But if you really got your minds that I'm going to touch him. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes we come to church, you know, and it's like, you know, I just want to be in the crowd of people. But we need to a time today that you know if you got a need today and you got something that you want, you say, I can get up a little phrase and I'm going to get close enough to touch him. But when I do touch him, he knows that I'm here for a reason. I'm here to touch this, to touch this garment. I'm here because there's no one else can help me but Jesus Christ. They had that much faith. Jairus had faith believing that he could come to his house. This lady had faith that she believed that she could just touch his garment. She would be made whole. And the Bible says when she touched Christ, the blood in her issue of blood, it dried up. It dried up. Oh, let me tell you something today, church, the same Jesus we talked about 31 years ago is the same Jesus today. He can still do miracles today. The same Jesus that 2,000 years ago hung on the cross and said, you know, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. The same Jesus that went to a grave one day and the body had been dead for four days and he spoke out Lazarus' name and the Bible says Lazarus' blood began to flow back through his body and he stood up and come out of the grave. Why? Because Jesus spoke the name and he said, come forth. I'm here today to tell you things. The same Jesus that spoke them words is the same Jesus that we serve today. He's mighty. He's powerful. He's willing today. You may call it old-fashioned today, but it's time we get back to the old-fashioned way and believe God because his children need something to build upon. Let's talk, talk about Built on a rock. Who is the rock? It's Jesus Christ. Built on the rock, it still stands. Even the Bible tells us if we build up on the rock, when the storms come, it'll keep standing. Jabbers probably thought, you know, Christ, I wish you'd hurry up. I wish you'd hurry up. There's times in my life when I've been in this church, Brother Kenny, I wish God would have hurried up a little bit faster. Because you want to see things happen a little bit quicker. But it didn't. But you just had our faith believing that everything's going to be all right if we just trust God. I remember years ago when I came to this church here in 1988 when I came here. That's a long time ago, isn't it? To some of y'all. 1988, when I still fell through that door back there in August, the first Sunday of August, I came over here. How many people was here the first Sunday when I, when I come here? Stand up for just a second. Just stand for just a second. That was here when I came here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, go ahead. There's eight people. Brother John Spinks is here, Hazel. They're going on. Delbert and Honey, they're going on. Sister Robbie, she's sitting right over there, she's going on. Brother Clyde, he was here, he's going on. There's about 15 people here come to listen 
to a 31-year-old kid that didn't know what he's doing. Now we got a hundred here listening to a 66-year-old don't know what he's doing sometimes. <laughs> but you see, if someone would have told you back when I went got out of high school, said, you know, he's going to be a pastor, he's going to pastor a church with over a hundred people. They said, that, be, that's, that ain't going to happen. Brother J.D., remember, you know, I was, I was pretty bashful in school, and I, didn't, I wasn't too smart on, it, on the books. I just did enough to get by, and he did tell you that too. But God had a plan. Amen. It may took a while, but look what God's done. Father. Look what God's done. I remember as we get back to this woman, the Bible says she healed, it was healed, and I'm going to get off something for a little bit, I'm running out of time, but her body was healed, and she said, who touched me, Christ turned around, she told Christ everything that was going on. He said, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. Amen. Go in peace. And he kid went on to Jairus' house. And the Bible says he went in and it said she died. But the same Jesus that the lady touched is the same Jesus that went to Jairus' house and raised that daughter. Do you believe we serve the same God that's still able? I just want to go in real quickly in just a couple of things I would like to say. As I told you about all the people that was been here that's gone on, I remember, and I'll keep this short as possible, I'll just take a few minutes. John and some of them, people that was, just, you know, was here in Dilbert and I and Robbie and some of them. You know, and I'm sitting here today as me and my wife has been sitting here today and, you know, and you see you know, a lot of people gets a lot of awards and everything, but there's nothing bigger rewarding than seeing what God has done. It's not Amen. nothing I've done, but it's what God's done. Amen. I remember, you know, I was preaching here one Sunday, and uh, we got word that Brother Lester had, had got sick. And I remember Brother Kenny, we went to, we was sitting back in her class, and he said, you know, he said, I'm fixing to leave, and I'm going to go back to dad, mom and dad's house. He said, you know, we've been praying, we started praying for him. And Kenny told me, that word he told me, I'll never forget him. He said, I'm more worried about his salvation than I am that phone. <laughs> he said, I'm more worried about his salvation than I am his health right now. That took faith. That took faith. But the way I was sitting here and preaching that same Sunday, and the two doors there was shut, and I was preaching a message. And all of a sudden, I seen the door, the front door open, the other two doors didn't open. And I seen something going on, and I didn't know exactly what it was. And I sat there a little bit, and I seen Brother Lester. And I shut the message off and opened up the altar. And the doors opened up and here they come. Amen. Wow. He wanted to touch God. I believe it, Lester. I'll never forget that as long as I live. You talk about some Super Bowl moments in my life that I got to see. Went through the surgeon years ago. He's still here today and doing good. Amen. Praise Amen. be unto God. Amen. 
I mean, one time Brother Ralph Spinks lived over here. He was almost 90 years old. And I got to baptize him. He talked about another Super Bowl moment. Highlight. I'm not going to leave some of you. I know some others I can tell story after story after story. You get to a point, you know, and you still got faith in Christ, and you know, and God and all this and that, and you know, you may kind of get, you know, you kind of stitch, you know, to age, you think, well, thank God, you know, what God, God doing this ain't done good in that. You kind of begin to wonder, and Satan begin to play in your mind, or you doing, or you know, you should, you're about through with old Grover, nothing going on. Satan begin to play in your mind. And this winter, it's on a Sunday afternoon. I think I went off, and I think I also went to the deer stands. <laughs> I got in, phone run. Vicky told me, said Regina called, wanted you to call her, and I called her, and she said Royce didn't need to talk to you. So I went over there, and me and Brother Royce sat there and cried. He said I got to do something. The God was dealing with him, and we prayed. You talking about another Super Bowl moment. Amen. And it just happened this year. God ain't through with me here yet. Amen. Amen. Praise be unto God. God is still working. Amen. God is still working in this church. Do you believe that today? Amen. Do you believe that today? I'm going to close out with just, like I said, say a bunch of more stuff. But I know I've got time to do all this. We've been blessed over the years here. Very blessed. I have to re agree with you. This has been the toughest year I've been through, not just church-wise, but through what me and Vicky went through this year with her health and everything else. And some mornings I got up, and I honestly, Brother Dwayne didn't know what I was going to find. I didn't know if she would still be alive or not. That's the honest truth, because I know it wasn't good. She got so sick, so sick. But we pressed on, kept on believing God, Amen. believing God. We got to go through, and I got to see, you know, God blessed us with what's the different things. And so if you know, my grandkids, are three boys are here today. Their dandies that are all sitting there together. <laughs> Amen. My, my two boys are here today. My two daughter-in-laws are here today. And they know they got me wrapped around their fingers. My daughter-in-law do. <laughs> I sit there, you know, I got through the, you know, I'd go to ball games and my wife wouldn't feel good and this and that. Couldn't get to go and see this and that. But God still blessed us. Amen. Through all the sickness and all the trouble, we still seen this happen and still seen that. Got to see Christmas come. I got to see the kids come over and enjoy it and this and that when she was still sick, not feeling good. Went on through too much later, then got down, you know, then when we was talking about that, talking about going to, she'd go to a ball game, she'd go to a game and she didn't feel like going, but she'd go. I think Darren had a picture of me and Vicky over the ball game and Vicky's laying her head on my shoulder. She didn't feel like being there, but she wanted to go. But God always got something for you if you just keep on trusting him. 
We sat there, you know, and it was a little bit late. It didn't always probably mean nothing to y'all, but y'all, we sat there, we got to watch Adam's team make a run for the state, state championship. And God blessed us. And God blessed us and got to watch, Vicky got to watch her son win a state championship. Even though a few months before that, I didn't even think she'd be here. God blessed us. God blessed us so much. We are blessed. We're blessed. And I want to close out for just a moment. Most of y'all know that I am a country music, not country music, but I'm a gospel music listener. Adam bought a truck the other day. You know, you get that Syria on the, you free for a few months. Got that gospel station on it, he lighten. I got no mind, I pay for it now. Peyton, he said, that's the same station Pop listened to. But he didn't know, Peyton don't know you gotta pay for it. But you know, I guess just thinking about it. But there's a song I listen to, and I'm gonna ask me and Vicky's gonna come and sit here. Yes, she will. And we're gonna close this out. Over 35 years to here, we glory be to God. Amen. What he's done for us. I don't know what God's got in the future for all of us. We built and built. I can tell you stuff here that's happened in this church. It would blow your mind. It would blow your mind. And I'm going I'm to brag on this church for I'm bragging on God. This church probably, and I know that Satan's going to come against us, but we got some prayer warriors here. He's going to come and get us, try to stop us. But we're going to be able to make it through. Amen. We're going to make it through. But we're blessed. And I'm on a song, Karen Pack, New River sings, I'm blessed beyond measure. I want you to listen to words of the song. This is me and her too. We've been blessed. We've been thrilled. A lot this last year. But God got us through it. Amen. And I praise God for it. I don't know how you make it without Jesus Christ. People make it without Jesus Christ. Because there's days and nights I went to bed at night not knowing what tomorrow's going to hold. But I'd say, God, you got it. You got it. So I'm going to ask them to play that song. And if you don't listen to the words of it, then we'll close on out here. You can sit there. Is that there the water? And this is for the whole church song. It isn't just for us. But listen to the words of this. One of my favorite songs. Then get it going now. Some days you may lead me through green pastures When my heart drinks in deep the water's sweet Some days you may lead me through the desert Even then you're still the reason I can sing Still my 
Thank y'all for coming today. I hope it's been special to y'all, special to me and B.